0: Steph Curry with the shot Ben cooking with the sauce Chef Curry with the pot, boy Live from the 301 Live from the pot I want to welcome my audience to episode number 147 of Curry in the Pot I'm your host, I'm your guy Mike Curry I'm back in another episode, man And if you missed last week's episode Please make sure you go check that out It was my first time being back on YouTube in a minute And I actually recorded it last Saturday So make sure I go check that out I'm recording again on another Saturday saturday october the 24th uh so if you're on youtube hello again you guys can see me and please do me a favor and subscribe man and subscribe to me on all platforms man whether that's apple podcast spotify soundcloud wherever you get podcasts at man i'm pretty much there and of course subscribe to me on youtube man please do me a solid and share as well man Um, but we had a you know a quite eventful week man And I got some big news to start off with. I know everybody knows exactly where I'm going. Um, But the big news, man, is is, is another case of a team getting richer, man, the rich get richer. And last night, yesterday, whatever you want to say, the Buccaneers acquired Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is now a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's crazy how that change of events happened. Earlier in the week, there was a report that the Seahawks had interest in Antonio Brown. Next thing you know, I see that Antonio Brown has a scheduled visit to Tampa Bay. Next thing you know, the two sides have agreed to a deal and yes, yeah, on a one year deal for the remainder of the year, AB will come off the uh, suspension and should play in week nine against the Saints, man. So that's exciting. I'm excited. I know Antonio Brown, man, it has been, it's been crazy. Over the past couple of years, been doing a lot of wild stuff, man, Uh, stuff on social media. We all know how that Raiders fiasco went. But I'm excited, man, that he gets another chance of redemption because the New England thing was going to work. But, you know, obviously a rape, a rape allegation came out, you know, pretty much right after his first game with the Patriots. And, you know. Patriots said we, we got to cut ties with you, you know, don't speak to the, you know, the person that's accusing you, blah, 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 blah. But I think, you know, this time Antonio Brown is going to get right. He's going to understand what's at stake, and he'll be fine. But also, what the, what does this mean for the Buccaneers? Tom Brady was the driving force behind this because earlier, you know, in the offseason, uh, head coach Bruce Arians said, he, he didn't want Antonio Brown, we're not interested. So I'm sure that Tom Brady was the driving force behind this man. Mike Evans has been banged up. Chris Godwin has missed a couple of games here. So I think Antonio Brown, he's fresh. I'm sure he's in shape. This guy's a workout warrior. I'm sure he's in shape and I'm sure he'll come right in and contribute, but not, not also, you know, this says Tom Brady probably knew, you know, we need another piece. You know, he probably had a feeling, you know, we may not be able to come out of the NFC if we stay packed. Even though know, they just blew off the Packers last week, that's besides the point. But he probably knew, you know, if we wanna, if we want a real run at this thing, we gotta go acquire AB. And I'm sure AB has been told, you know, you're on a short leash, no antics. And I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that he can stay on track, man. I really am. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this new start. And I know a lot of people are upset. I kind of, I kind of myself wanted to see him on the Seahawks. The Seahawks. Or the Ravens. I would, I, would, I would like to see one of those teams. But, you know, it's hard to pass up an opportunity to play with Tom Brady, you know, for a second time. So, we'll see how this time goes, man. It should be very, very interesting. On paper, like I said, the Bucks' offense is, you know, completely loaded. It's loaded before this on paper. But, you know, you add Antonio Brown to that puzzle, to that core with, you know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Gronk just had a nice game last week. As well as Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones. We'll see, man. I'm excited, man. Shout out to AB, man. He's back in the league, man. It's crazy. Um, last week, you know, another week is in the books, obviously. Week six. I did I did okay on the picks, man. I did eight and five. Now, there's only 13 games. That was the best I could do, guys. So let's do a quick recap. There was no Thursday night game, so let's let's head straight to Sunday. Last week, we had the Patriots and the Broncos. This game. I actually it caught me off guard man and I think part of it is because the Patriots didn't have as much time to practice um, you know they had a bunch of COVID things going on we do know Cam Newton had COVID he had to miss a game they, they really didn't really get too much of an opportunity to practice um, they almost had a chance to win this game at the end they ended up losing pretty much they lost the game to Brandon McManus man who had six field goals with six for six and they lost 18 to 12. Drew Locke didn't look impressive. The only impressive players really to me was Philip Lindsey who in his first game back had 100 yards. Tim Patrick, he had a solid day. But for the Patriots, man, it's, no, it's nothing to really report <laughs> and nothing to really talk about, man. They just didn't look good. Cam Newton even admitted that he hasn't been playing good. So that's pretty much the story of the game. That was one of five that I predicted incorrectly next game Titans and Texans so this was one of my upsets that I predicted last week it didn't quite go as planned Texas had a chance to win this one they were up they were up seven after they had scored and they ended up going for two to win the game and they didn't go for two, well not even to win the game but to go up two possessions and they did not get the two-point conversion titans end up getting the ball they, they drive down and they score um because i think the Texans yeah they ended up they ended up getting the ball and they scored so that game ended up going to overtime and then the texans ended up losing in overtime but they had a chance to win so you know my analysis and my prediction was not far off because this is a game they should have won but stupid stuff happens you can't even blame bill o'brien the former head coach for this one you just can it's just there's no way to really explain that. But in this game, man, Ryan Tanner, he looked amazing. Derrick Henry had over 212 rushing yards, man. He had a, a huge day from scrimmage, man. He he played great. If you love a fireworks show, if you love points, points, and points, a lot of points were scored in this game, man. Final score was 42 to 36. Titans did win. Next game, Steelers and the Browns. I know last week I said on the air that I got the Browns, but... It just wasn't sitting right with me after I recorded. So I ended up going with the Steelers and changing my pick. And this game was never close. This game was never, never close. Final score was 38 to 7. And I gotta I hate to put this all on Baker Mayfield, but I kinda have to, man. He just hasn't not all of it, but some of it. I got to. Like that that, that interception of Minka Fitzpatrick. I don't know what the guy was looking at. I don't know at all um they weren't able to run the ball in this one. they were just I don't think the Browns are a team that can play from behind. They're another on schedule team like the Ravens not you know exactly like the Ravens but they have to stay on schedule and you know be in striking distance they can't I don't think Baker mayfield is the type of quarterback that can overcome a huge deficit. Yes the talent on the offense is there, but I just think, the offense, is, it's a run-first offense, and then you open up with the pass. You don't want Baker Mayfield airing the ball out. He just hasn't proven to be that type of guy. Um, but the Steelers, man, I got to give credit when credit is due, man. Final score 38-7. Ben Roethlisberger, he's been solid this year. James Conner had another 100-yard day. Clay, uh, Chase, I was going to say Klaise Chapool. Chase Claypool, he got in the end zone again with a rushing touchdown, man. Uh, For the Browns, nothing really, you know, too much to report and talk about. They got, they got manhandled. Final score 38-7. Next game, Eagles and Ravens. This game was crazy. It got out of hand early. Carson Wentz ended up bringing the Eagles back in this one. And the Ravens only won this game by two, man. Um, That's crazy, man. I knew that the Eagles would make it competitive. I didn't know how it would happen. Um, They were 10-point underdogs for you betters out there and for you point-spread people. Um, but they ended up coming back, man. Final score was thirty to twenty-eight. Next game, we had the Giants and the Washington Football Team. Last week, I picked the Football Team. I thought they had a chance. I thought they had a legitimate chance to win, but that just that just didn't materialize, man. Um, they ended up going for two, which I don't disagree with. I know a lot of people are upset. Like, why would they go for two? Why would they go for two? But if you look at it. Ron Rivera has a history of going for two. This time it just didn't work out. It didn't pan out, man. And the football team, they ended up losing pretty much a heartbreaker, man. Final score was 20 to 19. Kyle Allen, he looked decent. Daniel Jones had a big run in this game. He looked all right. And we're going to talk about big runs by Daniel Jones in a minute. Um, but yeah, man, the Giants got it done, man. That's all I can really say. Next game, Vikings Falcons. I knew this was a spot that I liked a lot for the Atlanta Falcons, man. They just fired Dan Quinn and usually when teams fire their coach they're a bit motivated at least for one week they come out hot and in this case the falcons came out hot putting up 40 points man we know that this team is capable of doing it but just the 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 worry and the concern is are they capable of closing out the game and this time they did 40 to 23 final score picked off kirk cousins on the first play of the game Matty ice matt ryan had four touchdowns in this game 371 yards passing um, the diamond in the rough though for the Minnesota Vikings got to be Justin Jefferson. He's special man. He's He is nice. That boy is good. That boy is good. He's top five in receiving yards uh, Already as a, as a rookie man a young pup a uh, shout out to Justin Jefferson, man He's been lighting it up top five or top seven one. Of them. I know he's up there uh, But shout out to Justin Jefferson uh, Matt Ryan hooked up with Julio hooked up with Calvin Ridley, man He looked good man um, the Falcons aren't a you know normal typical one and five team. They're really not. Through six games, I would say at worst they're two and fourteen. Should be three and three to be honest. But it's another story for another day. Falcons got the W. Next game: Jaguars, Lions. Um, these are two, I didn't I didn't want to predict this game at all. I don't like the Lions. I don't like the Jaguars. Um, but the Lions got it done, man. DeAndre Swift, he had a nice day, man. He had 14 carries, 116 yards, and two TDs on the ground. He was the big story uh, pretty much throughout the game for both teams. 34-16 uh, to 16 was the final score. Not too much to talk about in this game. Next game, Panthers and the Bears. I thought the Panthers were going to win this one, to be honest, man. But I guess I got to start giving the Chicago Bears some respect, man. They're 5-1 which is very odd and weird to say, but they are 5-1, man. Final score in this one was 23-16. to 16. Teddy Bridgewater did not look good, kind of looked normal in this one. The Bears, man, they just have a habit of, this year at least, just winning these grinded out games, 23-16s, to 16, your 24-17s, your 23-17 type of games. They're comfortable with winning games like that, and I can't really knock it, man. Final score, though, 23 to 16. I think when they bump into the upper echelon of teams in the NFC, you know your Packers, your even the 49ers I think would give them trouble or uh, your Rams, even even the Cardinals, Seahawks, teams like that. I think I don't think they will win, but they're 5 and 1, man. They're doing what you got to do. Next game, time for first place in the well, I think they are first place cuz the Packers had a bye already. But next game Dolphins, Jets, not too much to talk about. We all know the Jets are horrible. They're absolutely horrible. Final score though 24 to 0. But the other news, man, and this for the Dolphins at least is Tua. It's Tua time. Tua Tonga Valoa will start after the Dolphins bye week. So should be interesting to see. I'm excited to see Tua. I knew it would only be a matter of time, just didn't know when. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick has actually been pretty solid this year. But final scores I mentioned 24 to nothing in that game. Next game, Bucks, Packers. I took the bucks in this one, man, because I just thought they needed to win way more. They needed a lot more um, final score was 38 to 10 Packers went up 10 and nothing never scored again. That is not what you want to see from the Packers. But this has been a theme and this has been a problem for the Green Bay Packers last year. I said the same thing. They were 13 and three, but they didn't look like an amazing 13 and three team. You know, when they played the 49ers, they got molly Got molly by the Chargers last year. Played the 49ers in the playoffs, got molly again. When they play these elite teams, they have difficulty. But what they can beat everybody else though, don't get me wrong. They can beat your football team, your Cowboys. Drop my sheet, I'm sorry. Your Eagles, your Giants. They can beat all the bad teams, but when they play the elite teams, the upper echelon teams, they, they struggle mightily. Uh, final score in this one is, was 38-10. to 10. Next game, the Sunday Nighter. I picked the 49ers to win this one, man, and they did. Final score was 24-16. I wasn't solely basing it off of the pure fact that the, that the Rams only beat the NFC East, but that was part of it, man. Like, when you beat the football team and you beat the Giants, okay? Big deal. <laughs> Big deal, man. The NFC East is historically bad, but, I mean, they did what they had to do. They beat. The teams in front of them, they beat who was on the schedule. They didn't make the schedule. They just went out and played it. Uh, but I kind of got to take that with a grain of salt just because the NFC East is so bad. But for the 49ers, they kind of needed to win this one. And they did, final score 24 to 16. Next game, we had two Monday nighters. We had the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Final score in that Chiefs games was 25, well 26 to 17, I'm sorry. And the big story was not Patrick Mahomes. It was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, man. The rookie out of LSU had 161 yards on the ground. Looked good, man. Put some pep in his step. After the Chiefs signed Levion Bell, uh, the Chiefs got it done, man. 26-17, Josh Allen. He did not look good in this game at all. I don't even think he got to 200 yards passing. He did not look good. Um, but the Chiefs got it done, man. It went in a different fashion. Final score, 26 to 17. And then the last game, I'm not gonna spend a ton of time on this. 38 to 10, Arizona Cardinals defeated the Dallas Cowboys. And that game was ugly, was never close. And um, what, well, actually I actually lied. It was zero to zero after the first quarter. But after that, it got ugly. It got ugly. Andy Dalton um, was under the rest the whole game. Zach Martin got injured. Ezekiel Elliott fumbled twice. Um, it was just a mess. Kyler Murray, didn't look good passing. Looked good on the ground, though. Hooked up with Kristen Kirk a couple of times. Kenyon Drake looked nice. Had a couple of big runs. Final score, 38 to 10. Um, Let's move on, man, to week seven. And week seven has already begun. Um, We have the Philadelphia Eagles winning in dramatic fashion on Thursday night. And the final score in that one was 22 to 21. The big story to me... It's not the Daniel Jones running for 80 yards and then tripping. It was Carson Wentz, man. Evan Ingram, too. He dropped, he dropped the pass. He dropped the pass he should have caught. And that sucks, man. That's a that's a that's a terrible way to lose. Uh, but Carson Wentz, he looked great. Kinda kind of been struggling, but he, you know, he came back. He looked great, especially in the second half, fourth quarter. It was winning time. And Wentz looked good, man. He stepped up. And, you know, Eagles are all types of banged up on their third string tight end Richard Rodgers, who was waived by the football team earlier in the year. And Eagles got it done, man. 22 to 21 Giants. They did put up a fight, which I expected. But, you know, Evan Ingram, man, (laughs) Giants Nation is mad at you right now, buddy. (laughs) Final score, though, 22 to 21 Eagles. So let's get into these predictions, man. We got the Titans and the Steelers. Titans lost left tackle Taylor Luan. He's out for the year. Steelers also lost middle linebacker Devin Bush. Terrific middle linebacker. Um I'm gonna take the Steelers. I'm gonna take the Steelers. Next game, football team, Dallas Cowboys. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. I'm going to take the football team. I think this is my third. Now, this is this will be my fourth time picking them in seven weeks. I'm going to take the football team, damn it. I'm going to take them. Next game, Jets, Bills, Um, Bills Mafia. <laughs> Jets are terrible. They might go 0-16. Next game, Saints, Panthers. This game should be interesting. Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are going to both be out. Saints are coming off a bye. But I think this is a bad spot for them, man. And I'm going to take Carolina. Next game, Texans-Packers. Interesting, interesting game. Final injury report is not out. But Aaron Jones is a game-time decision. David Bakhtiari is expected to miss this game. Mmm. This is a a tough... This is an interesting game. Because I think the Texans have a chance to win. But I think the Packers will bounce back, man. They got humiliated last week. Got embarrassed. I think they'll come back and win a close game, though. Give me the Packers. Next game, Bengals and Browns. Browns are another team that not, not like the Packers, but in a way they are. They beat up on these bad teams. But when it's time to play the real team, like your Ravens and your Steelers, who absolutely embarrassed them twice, embarrassed them this year. I gotta take I'm gonna take the Browns in this spot, man, to beat the Bengals. But the Bengals should make it interesting. Joe Mixon will be out, but I like the Browns to win. Next game, Falcons, Lions. I'm going to take Atlanta, man. Again, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Falcons. I I, I like the Falcons in this spot, man. Next game, Raiders, Buccaneers. Give me Tampa Bay. Next game, Patriots 49ers. Should be another interesting, interesting game. Hmm. Do I see the Patriots losing a third straight game? 49ers also need to win this game to stay upright in the division. This is tough, man. This is extremely tough. I'm going to take the 49ers, though. I'm going to take the 49ers. Next game, Chiefs Broncos should be some snowy weather in this game, but I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm going to take Kansas City. Uh, Next game, Cardinals, Seahawks, give me Seattle, and Monday Night Football, Rams and Bears, I'm going to take the Bears. Take the Chicago. No, no, no. I'm going to take the Rams. <laughs> I'm going to take the Rams. My bad, y'all. I'm going to take the Rams. And we have four teams on by. Vikings, Dolphins, Colts, and Ravens. And I want to head over to some NBA news real quick. Some news happened last week that I didn't talk about. I don't even think I talked about Doc Rivers signing uh, with Philly. But shout out to Doc Rivers. Um, but the man who... His old job, Tyron Liu will be the next coach of the Clippers. And I think that's I don't know how that's gonna go, man. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna go. Um, but Tyron Liu is now Mr. Still your job. He took the Cavs job when David Black got fired, got the Clippers job when Doc Rivers got fired. He's Mr. Still Your Job, man. I know a bunch of teams were pretty much interested in him. Uh but yeah we got a win well not a win but we got tyron lu becoming the clippers head coach and also on other coaching news we got stan van gundy becoming the pelicans coach and i like that for him and i like that for the pelicans man he gets to coach a nice young mob nice team on the rise i like that move um and shout out to stan van gundy and then who else somebody else got a job i forgot. I feel bad, I feel so bad. I think Pacers got a uh, head coach. But that's it, man, that's pretty much it in the realm of sports. Lastly, you guys see what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a vintage Obama and Biden tee, but this is to spread awareness and I want everybody to vote. Especially if you've been rocking with me and been rocking with Curry in the pot, please vote. I'm taking this very seriously. I'm not the most political guy, but this is probably the biggest election in our lifetime, at least for my generation. But it might be the biggest election ever, man. We got to vote. We got to exercise our right. We got to do what our ancestors um, died for and pretty much worked for. And, you know, yeah, I just want everybody to vote, man. Please take this seriously. And that is all, man. But if you got to the end, I really, really appreciate it. And I want to thank everybody for listening, man, on YouTube. Appreciate you guys. Wherever you guys are listening to me at, I really, really appreciate it. And I'm Mike Curry, and I'm signing out. Episode number 147 is done. Peace.